the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by New Covenant Church, Greater Heights. behaviors and addictions have long been a pandemic in our society. People are in bondage to alcohol, drugs, pornography, codependent relationships, and more. If you or a loved one is stuck in the cycle of shame, guilt, and continued destructive behavior, keep listening. God wants everyone to walk out of the darkness and into his marvelous light. Recovery Radio Houston with Pastor John Allworth starts now. Good afternoon, Southeast Texas. It is good to be back in the studio live. Uh, been out for a while, uh, and I've got a guest, uh, a good, good brother of mine, good, good friend, a good man of God who has been working in the kingdom for a long time, uh, Brother John Hammond. How are you, brother? Good afternoon, Pastor. Doing good. We were going to do this in December, and for one reason or another, we we we've, we've been allayed, and we're we're here now. God is good. God <laughs> is good. Well, you had a, a head cold, and then I came to, actually came down with COVID, and uh, it's good to be back in in the world. And you know what? Let's open in prayer. Yes, sir. Father God, uh, I thank you personally, Father, for healing me because I know yes. that you are the great physician, and I know that I have been healed by your stripes. Thank you. And, uh, you know, Father, there are people out there that are hurting from COVID and and from the flu and from pneumonia and from cancer and from kidney disease and and all kinds of things. Father, first of all, I pray that whatever they're going through, they turn to you and that they've accepted Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. Because if that's that's true, then they've got nothing to worry about no matter what happens. But secondly, Father, I pray that you you heal them supernaturally, touch them, touch them in their bodies from the bottom of their feet to the head, top of their head yes. and, and, and cure them. Uh, if, if you choose not to do that, if that's not your will, Father, I ask that you lead them to the right medical team that, that can properly diagnose and treat whatever ailments they have. And then third, Father, as I said, if they found Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, you will heal us all eternally, and we thank you for that. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, Brother John, um, 
you know, this is actually my first show of the year. I, I imagine people out there were hearing reruns and they were thinking, does this guy really exist anymore or what's going on? <laughs> we had three or four uh, that we played reruns. So it's good to be back live and it's wonderful to have you as as um, the first guest of the year. Full disclosure, uh, Elder John Hammond is, is uh, not only been in the ministry for over 40 years, he's an elder in, in our church at New Covenant Church, Greater Heights. Uh, we worship Sunday nights in the Heights and, you know, one of the reasons that uh, he and I have bonded together as brothers in Christ is because we believe in being doers of the word, not just not just hearers of the word. And mm. we believe in that, uh, but that to truly walk and imitate Christ, you got to help other people. So, uh, John, tell tell us the name of your ministry. The name of ministry is Hope for All in Jesus Prison Outreach. Uh, we've been a prison ministry now for this is our fortieth year. Wow. Yes. And you've been involved with the, the, the almost the entire time, 39, since, 40 since, years? Since the beginning, that's right. Oh, praise God. Uh, yeah. And what do y'all do? Tell, tell the folks, what do you do? Well, what we do is we, uh, when we go into the prisons, we go into quite a few of them. Uh, we were at like 15 or 16 before the COVID hit. And uh, we have, uh, we have usually somebody has a, as a guest singer, or a guest musician that, uh, that blesses them with a, with a worship song or a praise song. Then we usually have somebody that gives a testimony about, you know, how the Lord has changed their lives. And then always a message. And then, of course, after the message, we always give the invitation for prayer and for people that want to accept the Lord or renew their their commitment to Jesus. And that's, uh, we only usually have, it's a time frame. It's some like maybe two hours we have. Some of them that's only an hour we go in there. So, so we have to condense what we're going to do in that time frame, uh, so that we we can we can do the ministering. But you know that's uh, you know Jesus had a heart for for prison ministry. Uh, Jesus had a heart for everybody that's hurting. He had a heart for you know he said. I didn't come for the righteous. I came for people that need a physician, you know, yeah, and the people that need, and and people don't realize a couple of things. One, how difficult it is for somebody that is sentenced to prison, even after they serve their time, their mm-hmm. debt to society, to reintegrate into society. Right. And secondly, um, they don't realize that that how many people actually really do truly find the Lord in prison. I mean, it's it's a time when they can read the Bible, they can reflect on the mistakes they've made because we're all we've all made mistakes, we've all fallen short of the glory of God. Uh, just some some of us have paid a higher price for it. Uh, and over those forty years, how many people do you think that you have any wild estimate about how many people have come and either accepted the Lord or or recommitted their lives to Jesus Christ? Well, I would say under our ministry. Uh but close to a thousand. Yeah. At that that I that I can guess that I wasn't I wasn't there for all of, all the time. You sure. Know, uh, like I said, we may be having maybe visiting on a Sunday. Our our our, our ministry may be visiting four or five prisons at the same time. Right. And uh, a lot of them, though, is what you said. A lot of them because they have the time. There are some seriously strong believers in those prisons. I mean, really strong men of God. Uh, I've met so many of them, and a lot of them that I have met in there said they didn't have a clue about Jesus before they went in there. And uh, I think I was talking to you before this show began about one of them that really was outstanding to me. Yeah, tell that story. That's wonderful. I met him in uh, a state jail, 
And he was in that state jail I was ministering at because he broke pro- parole somehow. And, okay. and that's easy to do. Yeah. And so I, I asked for a testimony. And the guy was in his 70s. And he says, uh, when I was a kid, he was a Mexican guy. He said, when I was a kid, I was in a gang, young guy. And he said, and during a robbery, I shot and killed two policemen. Oh, my goodness. Yes. And they give him the death sentence, which is, I have no problem with that. I know some people don't, but I have, I, I don't have a problem with that. Well, while he was in there, thank God for faith-based ministries. Because somebody come, some ministry come and visit him while he was on death row and led him to the Lord. Wow. Yeah. And... uh he he was he was crying I think when he said that, and so uh, he kept uh, submitting to the to the governor about trying to get his his his, his uh, death sentence changed to life in prison. Commuted, yeah. It commuted, yeah. yeah. And uh, it never happened. So the day they brought him down, and they set him in the chair, and they strapped him down, and they were going to inject him, but I. I think he even told me they called the governor at that time to confirm whether uh, whether to go ahead with it or not. And he said he's within, within five minutes of getting this injection, and the governor commuted his sentence to life in sentence, life in prison. And he he said I I spent the next forty years testifying about what Jesus will do and what Jesus. I led. He said he led so many people to the Lord because of that testimony. That is so powerful. You know, John, I think I visited with you before about as a young lawyer, how that was my job mm-hmm. was to the death row. Uh, I don't know if I could do that today, but uh, uh, in the same way I did it then, the, I would look at uh, everybody on death row that was scheduled for execution. I would write the governor a memo and then visit with the governor about it and see whether or not he wanted to, to commute the sentence to life in, in prison as opposed to the death penalty. And then I would sit up. Back then we used to execute people at, at midnight in the prisons, and I would sit up at the Capitol and the last thing they would do at 11.55 is they would call me and they would say, is there any word from the governor? And in uh, and, and those instances, the, about the year that I did that, when I was assistant general counsel to the governor, um, and the, the instructions were, and it wasn't my decision, of course, the mm-hmm. instructions were to proceed. So that is, uh, that is a powerful story. That is a story about, you know, we get so many people you and I run into in, in both our addiction ministry and our prison ministries that are so... The enemy has them so down with shame and guilt and thinking that they're use, useless and that God can't or won't use them. Yeah. And that's a lie from the pit of hell. Yes. <laughs> Moses was a murderer. You know, look at look at who Saul was, who became Paul. Yeah, yeah. Uh, God can and will use anybody that opens up their heart. And that is a powerful, powerful story about somebody that was God used for 40 years to minister to other convicts. And I'm sure that man, well— God used him to change other people's hearts who came out. You know, it, it's in all of our benefit. Number one, Jesus came to seek and save the lost. And yeah, and and so we're we're called to to preach the gospel to all creation and and to make disciples of all nations. So it's in all of our Christian walk. It's our obligation and our duty to reach into people that nobody else is loving, that nobody else is paying attention to, and tell them that God does love them and God wants to use them. And then secondly, from a practical standpoint, it's in all of our best interest that these people come out of prison and have a productive life. And they can, and they do, and that they become taxpaying citizens and and obey laws and raise families and contribute to society. 
So, you know, so often we just forget about people. We mm-hmm. throw them in prison and, and forget about them. And, and uh, some people think that nobody can change in prison. It's just a breeding ground for more crime. And that happens too. I mean, yeah. you know, honestly. But it, it is an opportunity to meet, to, to reach people. And, uh, and we won't reach them all. Yeah. But when we do reach them, that's powerful. And when they really turn, you know, we've got, I think, have, have you met our, our, our brother, uh, Pastor Boyd Harrell? I haven't met him yet. No. Yeah, I got to introduce you guys. Yeah. He's got cool ministries, Christ Over Our Lives Ministries. Yeah. And he works with a lot of people, people in addiction. He's got his own 12-step program that he's developed. Uh-huh. You know the 12 steps that, that we have? Yes. That, that came from him. Uh-huh. Now, we, yeah, you and I yeah. modified it a little bit, yeah. but that, that, that came from him, the yeah. Christian 12 steps That's from cool. his program. But he was in three times. And for violent stuff, well, you know, yeah. and for every drug you can imagine. He's come on this radio station and say it, so I'm not talking out of school. Yeah. But he, and, and talked about it. And God, he got on his knees one time. Actually, it was when he was waiting to be, I think, transferred to, or he was going to go up a fourth time, and he was in the Harris County Jail. And God touched his heart. And now for the last 28 years, he's been living for the Lord and, and helping other people. So uh, God can, t- there's nothing impossible for God. <laughs> well, like you said, there's a lot of return. The, re, the return rate, yeah, back to back to prison is around ninety percent. Yeah, which is really sad, you know. But uh, when we first started in the faith based in the ministry, uh, I, I think I mentioned it before to you that they were allowing us to come in back in the this is the the eight late eighties early nineties. They were allowing us to come back in. But they've seen over this 40-year time, in fact, before then, that the return rate for people who have accepted, who who have been ministered to, to with, with faith-based ministries, they find that the return rate is like less than 40%. Really? It drops more than half wow. of these people that have accepted Well, Jesus. there you go. I mean, right. Exactly. And, uh, and, and the thing also... Uh, for some reason, we don't, we haven't got a lot of volunteers for this ministry, but uh, the Lord revealed to me a few times when I went in that when we go in there, that's all they have. It's like uh, I think I told you I went to one on Easter. I went past about fifty churches, you know, going to this prison. But when I got in there, the Lord told me, He says, "You passed fifty churches that you could have went into yourself right. by the right. time you got here, right. but they only have you." Right. They, and uh, it was a powerful service. Of like you said, the man that from death row, nobody had even introduced him to Jesus before that. You know, there was yeah. you're out on the streets. That, you know, that's looked down upon. That's w- whatever it is. Yeah. The enemy's using those people, unfortunately, although they can all be freed. That yeah. um, uh, uh, you know, and and you're the only only connection they have to Jesus Christ. That's that's powerful. Yeah. So you mentioned volunteers and and. We're trying to load you up from, from the church, and we've we've been successful a little bit. But you always need more. You know these kingdom ministries folks that offer these free faith based powerful services. They need help. So if somebody wanted to get a hold of you, or or you know you need volunteers, but you also need money. If yeah. they wanted to, how can they find you? Well, uh, they can call me at my phone number seven one three two four zero four eight six three. Repeat that again slowly. 713-240-4863. My name is John Hammond. And uh, we will be glad to get you going, get you signed up. Um, uh, there's, a, there's a stigma. I don't know what the stigma is. 
about it. People I've talked to, they're afraid to go in. Well, is it safe when you go in? I've been going there for 40 years. <laughs> so. I've never had any issues. In fact, John, the real truth of it is, and I guess I've gotten used to it, although I really haven't. After the first time I went in, I come out way more blessed than those guys ever were. Yeah, wow. They are so grateful that we come in, that they just show their gratitude. They're, they overwhelm us, we That's know, with powerful. their gratitude and tell us how much they thank you know, they're thankful that we come in and did that for them. Uh, we're treated, we're treated really nice. It's, it's an easy in, easy out, and uh, most of the older prisons have beautiful chapels, and the newer ones they don't. But they made the the recreation room over to look like a chapel. I mean, they really have gone out of their way to to make uh, to make a, a a church atmosphere for them. They're recognizing the value of this. Yeah, there you go. Absolutely. Yeah, which which is outstanding. Um, what is? I know you've got a website too. What? what how would somebody get hold of you? The website. Hope for hope for all in Jesus. That's such a powerful name. Hope for well, all in Jesus. Well, the gentleman that started it was uh, was uh, Robert Du Bois, and he was and he was one that. Uh, uh, that's what he said. It's only his hope. He met he met Jesus in prison himself. Uh, you know, we we were blessed to have him. You know, uh, that gives me an opportunity to plug the podcast. Wherever yeah. you get your podcast, you can go back and and get all our our shows are on podcast. Unfortunately, lately because of illness and COVID and some other things, there are a few of them are repeats. But but there's probably eighty to a hundred episodes. I'm not sure where, what number we're on, but uh, and Pastor Dubois or Du Bois, and I never was quite sure how to how to how to say it, but but um, D U B O I S. Yeah. Uh, was a guest before he passed away. Right. And, uh, you know, sometimes back then the show was an hour and we would struggle a little bit. Well, this clock is going backwards, by the way. <laughs> so, <laughs> this is freaking me out. But anyway, we would struggle sometimes with a guest to fill up an hour. Not with him. Mm-hmm. Not with him. Nah. He had such an amazing story. And this is a man, the same thing. This is a man who actually held up a service station right. uh, at gunpoint mm-hmm. uh, back in you know kind of Bonnie and Clyde. He was he was he was up there in age. So this is back in the I don't know thirties or forties when he did this, and um, and and found Jesus in prison, yep. and then devoted the rest of his life w- with you and Miss Sheila and some other people to mm-hmm. to this prison ministry. If you could go back and find that episode if you haven't already, because I know we have some pod- we have a few podcast listeners. Uh, shout out to 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 them, but um, to my friend Bob up in Indiana, who I know is listening to the episode on podcast, um, and some other folks in Florida and in Kentucky and all over the place. But in any event, go back and find the one with with Pastor Dubois. From he's got a story about his, a kid being on the East Coast in yeah. the German submarine, having to turn out the lights, and and, uh, and, and you know it's just crazy. And and then his uh, sort of Bonnie and Clyde trek across Texas until. Until Jesus touched his heart. And when Jesus touches your heart, then nothing's ever the same. It's a hopeforallinjesus.org. Hopeforallinjesus.org. And there's a place where people can donate. Where, donate. You know, right. and, and, you know, of course your time is, is treasured. But so is, so is your treasure. You know, I mean, these folks are volunteers. They're not getting paid, but they but they are spending gas money and and you know eating meals and and spending. You know, they've got some travel expenses involved. And that's really all they're trying to raise and, awesome. and literature yep, that's and right. Bibles. Awesome. That's right. Yeah, to to give to leave yep. leave to these folks. And yep. so you know, these things add up. They cost. So yeah, they you know, do. if you'd like to get involved, another way you can is you can come to our church on Sunday evenings. 
Uh, we're at 240 West 18th Street, Sunday nights in the Heights, New Covenant Church, Greater Heights. You know, we're just excited to be working for the Lord. Yes. Uh, it's a small church. You've got an opportunity to get in on the ground floor. Uh, we may be changing at some point. To, I want to talk to you about that, Elder, uh, to, to a morning service. But right now we're having evening services at, at 6 p.m. on Sunday nights, Sunday nights in the Heights at 240 West 18th Street. We're renting some space from another church, but but we put our signs out. It's New Covenant Church, Greater Heights. We're we're a um, we're a non denominational, spirit filled. We believe in the gifts of the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. Bible based. You know, it, there's lots of good churches in this town, folks. But make sure you find a Bible based one. And uh, and we also call ourselves a recovery church, not because everybody there is in recovery. John, you've you've never really uh, you had just wilder days. I've heard your testimony, <laughs> but but you weren't an addict. Um, of anything. So, but, so not everybody is, but what what we do have is a good mix of people that have been living and walking for, with the Lord for a long time, uh, with, with people that are new and, you know, we're called to disciple them. It's, it's a great mix. We all know each other's names. We all know our stories. Mm-hmm. Come check us out. You know, yes. even if you go to another church and I'm not trying to get you to leave your church, but you want to spend more time with the Lord on a particular Sunday. It's, it's a, it's a great way to, to end the week on Sunday evening, Absolutely. worshiping the Lord. We've got a good praise and worship team and, and uh, we'll have a good biblical message every Sunday. I'm going to preach my, my first of the year sermon um, this, this coming Sunday because I was uh, ill with COVID and unable to do it the last two Sundays. So I'd love to meet you. You know, you're, you're going to get encouraged. You're going to get a good word of the Lord. New Covenant Church, Greater Heights at 240 West 18th Street, right in the heart of the Heights, 77008. All right, and and you can get involved in ministries. You know, we're involved in things like Hope for All in Jesus Prison Ministry and .org. Uh, We're also involved, we're very um, involved with the Open Door Mission, which is a faith-based, you know, what you said, the statistic about recidivism, Hmm. about 90% versus 40%. I don't know a statistic, but I can tell you from my personal experience when people get go to rehab to 28 days, I wish them well, but most of the time those are a revolving door. That's right. You know, they don't yeah. get the tools they need. It's the personal relationship with Jesus Christ. It's Jesus Christ that sets you free. And so at the Open Door Mission, their number one principle is Jesus saves. It's yeah. a faith-based. If you, you know, I say it's we're a recovery church. Everybody's recovering from something, you know, and, and not only that, but we all have friends and relatives, loved ones who are struggling with addiction. Open Door Mission uh, is the the admission number is eight three two nine six two four two four nine. It's a wonderful program that takes in addicted men, homeless men, and those two often go together, uh, and and really transforms lives. Provides job training, computer skills, gets a GED if you don't have it, medical benefits, dental benefits. It's just an incredible program. Open Door Mission eight three two nine six two four two four nine. If you'd like to get involved in any of these ministries or you have somebody that you love that needs help, you can email me at Pastor John, that's J-O-N, Pastor John at nccgreaterheights.org. Pastor John at nccgreaterheights.org. So, um, Elder John, have you been in any prisons this year so far? Uh, not yet. Not yet? Uh. When, when, when's the next time you're going in? Well, we're going into the East Ham unit, uh, which is up in Huntsville, uh, this Sunday. Okay. And then next Sunday, I'm in the, the uh, Pam Lynchner State Jail here in Humble, in Tusta City area. I know where that is. Yeah. 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 I used to have a friend that, or have a friend that used to work there. Yeah. Um, well, that's 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 wonderful. Uh, shout out to Brother Joel. You know, Joel. He's he submitted his application. He said he said he hadn't heard 
heard back, yeah. but uh, and I think uh, our brother Johnny McDaniel, who also had COVID, by the way, uh, mm-hmm. keep him lifted up in prayer. And then was Dahlia going to go in with you, or she? No, she was going to volunteer over at the Open Door Mission. But yeah. uh, um, Jessica, yes. Je- is going to go in with you. Yeah. You know, we've got opportunities to get involved in these ministries if you want to come uh, get involved in our church. Uh, John, we've got a couple of minutes. Um, anything else you want to say about about the ministry or? Or to give people, you know, this show's about hope and encouragement. Yeah. To give an encouraging word? Well, all I can say is hope for all in Jesus is what everybody has. Amen. When I was, before I was saved, that they didn't, they didn't, they thought I was a lost cause. I was somebody that never would accept Jesus. And so saying that, I find that there's nobody, no matter how bad or how, how bad they think they are, that the Lord won't take them. And uh, it's the only religion, and I've studied them all, that has the hope that we're going to go and be with the Lord when we go. There are some other distinguishing factors, too. It's the only religion that says love your enemies. It is the true religion. It is from God who loves us all. God is love, and that's his message to everybody out there. And I hear that so often. People think that uh, I've done too much. Uh, the, God can't use me. God won't forgive me. Mm-hmm. And nothing is further from the truth. In fact, of the matter is, John, you and I know through our Break Every Chain, by the way, Break Every Chain Ministries on Friday night at, at 901 Wilson Road. It's uh, for anybody that's in recovering from anything. Join us at 7 p.m. Break Every Chain Ministries, 901 Wilson Road uh, in Humble, Texas. But the fact of the matter is, <clears throat> oftentimes, the worst things that people have done, the more powerful their testimony. Right. We are overcomers by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. That man, that story that you told about being on death row, look how he was able to change lives as he told everybody what Jesus has done for him. So if you've done some bad stuff, it's okay. God wants to forgive you. He wants to use you. Hey, we love you at, at New Covenant Church, Greater Heights. Uh, but more importantly, God loves you more than you can possibly imagine. Good night and amen. Thanks for being with me, John. Thanks, it's always John. good to have you on. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.